To the Word on the Main Street podcast, I'm your host, Sean Lords, and um, I am the only one here today. Uh, Braden had, an, had a, sorry, Braden had an emergency with one of his children, and he wasn't able to make it. And Brian had something to do for school, so I thought I would just go at this alone. Hopefully, that doesn't freak anybody out. Um, if you don't like it. Be sure to send all your hate mail to Braden at braden.wotms at gmail.com. Um, but before we begin, uh, I just want to make sure I give a nice credit to Bryce Gardner for our theme song. Um, you can find him on soundcloud.com. And I believe you just search Delta Theory. Uh, it might work if you do soundcloud.com slash delta theory, but uh, just search delta theory and you'll find it. Or you can go to facebook.com slash um, delta theory and that will pull up. Be sure to check out his music. It's awesome. Um, it's electronic music. If you like that kind of stuff, you'll definitely like that. Um, and then I just want to give a thank you to our sponsor, Getaway Today. Uh, they do make it very easy for you to book a vacation. Just give them a call um, or just go to www.getawaytoday.com. Um, if you use our promo code, which is MainStreet10, uh, that's all one word, M-A-I-N-S-T-R-E-E-T-1-0, uh, you will receive $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. Um be sure to use them. They are great. I know that uh, they have a plan where you can put 125 down. I believe that's the amount. Um, and then you just have to pay it off, I believe, 15 days before you head out. Um, and uh, I think that's pretty awesome. So if you, can't all, if you can't afford it all up front, that's definitely an awesome option. And then they always have deals like buy four buy four days at Disney, get the fifth day free, or adults at kids' prices. So be sure to check them out. That's getawaytoday.com. Be sure to use our promo code MAINSTREET10 to save $10 off that uh, two-plus night Southern California package. And that $10 can give you $10 off Max Pass um, or a uh, pumpkin churro. So uh, be sure to check them out. Um, but before we begin, uh, we do have some trivia. Um, before I do the trivia, I'm not used to doing the trivia, so cut me some slack. But I uh, just wanted to let you guys know what's going on uh, on this episode. So we did an interview with Jeff Bayham. Uh, he is the creator of DoomBuggies.com. And uh, he does a podcast called the Doom Buggies Spook Show, which is great if you're a fan of the Haunted Mansion and I believe he's on Mass Mouse Nostalgia. Um, he'll talk about it in his interview. 
but uh, be excited for that because it's going to be great. There were a couple technical difficulties, uh, so you'll hear them cut out at one point. Uh, I apologize for that, and I know the other two do as well, uh, but all around, uh, it's, it's a really good time. So before we get into that interview, I do want to do the trivia question. So here we go in three, two, one. Hey, is this thing on? Testing, testing, testing. One, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Test, test one. One, two. Hey, there we go. Welcome to John's Weekly Disneyland Trivia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is my first time and probably, hopefully, my last time doing trivia. Um, but the trivia question for last week was, let's see, uh, oh, I believe the question was, when did Halloween begin? Um, and, uh, I guess what park, uh, did it begin at the Disneyland Resort? Uh, if that was the wrong question, I apologize. Um, but the answer was 2005 for the year and... It was called, oh, I guess the question was, what was it called? Uh, so it was 2005 in DCA, which is Disney's California Adventure, and it was called Mickey's Halloween Treat. Uh, and I believe, yep, Diane Hall got that trivia question correct. So good job, Diane. Thanks for submitting your answer. Um, I don't believe there's a prize this week, uh, but uh, keep on giving us your answers because we love it. Um, so the question for this week is what Disney Imagineer was used as the face model for Madame Leota and who provided the original voice? Is it the same person? Is it two different people? Who are they or who is it? If you know, send your answers to Brian, which is B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com and, uh, Hopefully you'll win. Maybe there will be a prize. Maybe there won't. That's the beauty of the game. Uh, but that is it for trivia. Um, I know this is probably going to be a little shorter of an episode. I can't remember how long our interview is. Uh, but uh, that's all I got for you before we do this interview. So please enjoy this interview that we did. Uh, we did it a couple weeks ago. With the creator of DoomBuggies.com, Mr. Jeff Baham. All right, Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for joining. Um, you're somebody that I've wanted to have on this podcast for a while now, because I am a diehard Haunted Mansion fan. <laughs> uh, excellent. And I think Excellent. Brian is here, oh, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You can uh, tell we're siblings. <laughs> yeah. Braden, on the other hand, not so much. You know much. what? It's a fun ride, but... <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't understand. So, well, um, before we begin, uh, why don't you just tell us a bit about yourself and uh, the projects that you're involved in? Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, well, uh, I'm I'm Jeff. I, I 20 years ago, actually 20 years ago this month, 
I launched a website called uh, Chef Mayhem's Unofficial Tribute to the Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. You know, people were um, starting Geocities. This was the days of Geocities, right? And people had their <laughs> Geocities websites to their favorite band or their pet or something like that, right? And so I just decided to do it for the Haunted Mansion, right? And um, yeah, 20 years later, Doom Buggies, the Doom Buggies uh, domain name came in there about a year later or half a year after that. And now here, here we are. I started DoomBuggies.com two decades ago um i also um started a podcast called nostalgia about nine almost ten years ago wow. so uh i can't believe it's been that long yeah it's been a, <laughs> it's been a long time <laughs> wow. and uh yeah and then just various you know disney little bits and bits of this and that little ventures i uh um, wrote a book about the haunted mansion too so haunted mansion is kind of my uh forte it's a great uh, book by the way it is Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I haven't read the re-released copy, but I did read the original, so I'll have to pick yeah, up well, the th- new one. Thank you. We've actually referenced that book a couple times on this show, I think. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Mansion. Well, good. I'm glad I glad I could uh, provide some useful information there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried to, you know, I tried to get a little bit of a fuller story than most um, tellings of the haunted mansion history uh-huh. present. So yeah, yeah. So um, starting off with your book. Um, how did you get all the information? Did you interview a lot of people? Is it just stuff that yeah, you've heard? You know, it, yeah, it was um, actually a pretty um, easy book to write, but only because Doom Muggies has been around for 20 years, right? So I've done little interviews here and there, and I've written a few magazine articles here and there, and um, that kind of made an easy kind of um, – like a, a basis to, to go on. Right. And then I just had to build onto that. So then a couple of years ago, I guess it's been three, almost four years now, I went to see Rolly Crump and I spent like an afternoon just picking his brain about the haunted mansion. That's so cool. So that <laughs> interview with him kind of formed like a little centerpiece that I could put all this other information that I gathered over the years on. And that's kind of how the book went. You know, I tried to use as many um, actual interviews that I'd done myself as I could, but I also took interesting uh, you know, anywhere I could find some interesting comment or statement about the Haunted Mansion that hadn't really been generally out in the, you know, in the story before, I tried to get that and put it into the book. So um, that's kind of how it came about. You know, the publishers wanted me to do a companion pirates book. And um, we've been talking about that for a couple of years, but it's not as easy, right? <laughs> because yeah. I had, I didn't have 20 years of pirates just <laughs> gathered information, you know, so I'm kind of working my way through that. But it's, um, it's a different game. You know, I, the Haunted Mansion book was reasonably easy to write because I just had oodles of um, history and information to draw on. That's awesome. That's interesting. So, I mean, you've been doing Doom Buggies now, you said, for 20 years. Um, you've written a book. You have podcasts. What when, when did you develop the love for that you have for uh, Disneyland and especially the Haunted Mansion? You know, um, it's interesting. The Haunted Mansion. I'm I'm a fan like like you guys. You know, I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, you know, and because it's become this hobby, you know, I put an inordinate inordinate amount of um, attention and time on that attraction. But I'm really more of a early wed fan you know of all the things that happened um in fact when i used to go to disneyland as a kid uh, i would go once or twice a year um, my parents had their high school friends lived in la so we would go down and see them and they'd take all us kids to disneyland in the 70s we would just run around disneyland right nice. so our parents could use it as a babysitting tool <laughs> that sounds like my yeah. kind of babysitter 
Yeah, yeah, right. And in the 70s, you could kind of let, you know, an eight-year-old, 10-year-old, and a seven-year-old run around Disneyland. These days, maybe not, you know. But so back then, my favorite ride was probably Adventure Through Inner Space back then. That was always the first thing we would go on, all of us. We would just, we ate that up. And then Haunted Mansion was in there, too. So, you know, it's it's maybe not, I don't want to say it's not my favorite ride but i i maybe focus on things differently than to say like what's your favorite ride i maybe look at what's your favorite period of disneyland history is kind of more how i judge things if you know what i'm saying and yeah. so and the haunted mansion fits in there you know like the the wed period where walt was kind of helping direct them you know the thing that makes the haunted mansion is interesting is that it started with Walt's direction and ended without it so that's kind of the drama of the story of, of that attraction right so um there's there's that but um i so yeah back when i was a, a little kid right i we go to disneyland a lot um i also had the haunted mansion record when i was a little kid um you know that famous record with ron howard is plays his kids <laughs> stuck in a storm with his girlfriend and yes. um that was that was a seminal part of my haunted mansion fandom also because that was my favorite favorite record i would trace the pictures in there you know and break the records and my parents would get all <laughs> frustrated and buy a new one you know i must have gone <laughs> four or five of those because i have all these empty record jackets from when i was a kid you know and um you know it just that is part of it um i've always been a monster kid you know i just love that kind of thing so that's part of it you know halloween monster you know and i never liked scary things i just liked halloween creepy things right so that's perfect haunted mansion mm-hmm. in sync with haunted absolutely mansion. yeah so you know it all kind of comes together and i guess you could say the haunted mansion is it, you know, in some sense, my favorite tra- favorite attraction. So um, that's that's kind of where my love for the Haunted Mansion and the Disney kind of fandom started. Definitely when I was a kid and the, the record and then the regular trips to Disneyland kind of were the genesis. So now were you from California originally or? Yeah, I've always lived in the Bay Area. I live in uh, up in the San Francisco Bay Area okay. and I've always always lived here. Um, my my folks um you know, when they got married, they moved up here. So I never lived down in Southern California. Yeah. Luck, luckily, they went there more than their friends came here. So that's why, you know, every year we'd, we'd go to take this Disneyland trip. But um, yeah, and it's like a four hour drive, right? From it from from San, I'm in the South Bay. So it's about a five hour drive at midnight. Yeah. If you're going in the day, <laughs> it could be seven, eight hours. Yeah. You know, that L.A. traffic can add two or three hours to your trip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easy. Just that. I just uh... that. I uh, have a brother-in-law who lives in uh, San Clemente, so they have okay. season passes, and they, you know, they drive down to Disneyland at least once a month right now with their kids. So, yeah, yeah, Jealous. yeah. Well, yeah. So I uh, used to go a lot more. Um, I don't know if I should admit this on the air. It's kind of my, <laughs> my nostalgia, you know, persona. All of us are that we're, you know, really in touch with Disneyland, which we are. We we get down there often and and you know for everything but now i'm a school teacher for the past couple of years so it's harder to i have to kind of join the regular crowd of disneyland traffic right i, I can't yeah. go during school but i can go during normal vacations which makes it you know we always used to say don't do that yeah, <laughs> yeah. avoid that at all costs but now that's that's my kind of my time at disneyland so it's, it's been a different perspective over the past couple of years of not going during only the off time to try the you know the latest thing but having to go with people and find out what it's like to really be part of the crowd and um you know in some ways that's been eye-opening in terms of you know there's a different kind of excitement when you're just full you know, people everywhere around you everyone loving disneyland um you know i never real. i kind of used to avoid that situation because it's <laughs> 
right? <laughs> but now that I have to do that, it's given me a different perspective for nostalgia to kind of know, oh, so this is this is the kind of the typical reaction to Disneyland on a busy day. And it's good. I think it's good to, you know, now for me to kind of start getting that perspective. But um, yeah, I live up in the Bay Area. So yeah, I get to Disneyland as often as I can. So let me ask you this. If you're up in the Bay Area, I'm going to go off topic for a second. <laughs> but sure. have you been, have you done the Disney Museum up there? Oh, yeah, I'm a, re- I'm a member. So I, uh, on my other, po- on Nostalgia Podcasts, we report on their events quite frequently. So I uh, try to hit most of their special talks it's been a godsend to have that up in the bay area because yeah. most a lot of these things that used to be kind of um only things that would happen at you know mov- movie premieres and things down in los angeles now that some of those disney producers and directors are coming up here to talk plus pixar is right across the bridge from the walt disney family museum so yeah. they have a lot of Pixar people come and talk and um you know pixar has a most of the directors there have a really strong history and understanding of the Disney animation studio history. So a lot of them come and give presentations on Disney uh, animation history. So it, yeah, I, uh, I know that place really well. I've been there dozens of times. Yes. Yeah. See, I've been to San Francisco a couple of times, obviously just seeing my brother-in-law and I didn't even know that museum was there until after our trip this last time. And I was so bummed that I didn't get a chance to go see it. So hopefully this next time we'll be able to go see it. Yeah, definitely go see it. And, you know, some people say, oh, you know, you need a whole day and you could spend a whole day there. But you don't you know, if you just have two or three hours, you know, still it's worth the trip because you can go through the galleries. You can stop and see the things you want to look at and you can have a little bit to look at next time you come. You know, it's not it's not a wasted trip if you only have two and a half hours. Yeah. So, I mean, One, is, it, is it something good for kids or is this pretty much like a, a an art gallery for like adults or I guess I just don't I'm not familiar with with the museum in yeah. itself. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a modern kind of museum, so they have a lot of interactive type of exhibits. So, um, inquisitive kids maybe it's not like a a you know a theme. Right. It's, it's not like Disneyland. So it is a museum. So it does you know if you don't have, I would say twelve and up, unless they're they're really inquisitive or have you know an interest uh, you know some kind of an unusual interest in Disney history. Otherwise, you know it might get a little bit um a little bit hard for for younger kids to kind of because it's it's exhibits right yeah. and then there there are a few things you can do like there's a part there's a place where you can kind of learn how they used to do the soundtrack for for the movies you know with the little crazy instruments and and things you know that they would play along with the film and there's a place where you can kind of try out some of those things and that kind of thing you know um lots of video lots of video uh but it's not cartoons you know yeah. it's historical video of, of Walt and the Imagineers. And so, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's perfectly appropriate for kids, but they, you know, they might get a little bored if they're not, like I said, you know, teenagers. Yeah, no. And that's exactly what I'm looking for. I have a four year old and a two year old. And so, yeah. you know, I think we're going to plan on going next summer. You know, we try to go every other year to see them and, you know, I, it's definitely on my bucket list for this next time. We went to Pixar studios last time and that was like mm-hmm. the coolest thing. I mean, we couldn't go in obviously, you know, we just stood at the gates, but just standing at the gates, I felt, I don't know, yeah. it was like, you're in <laughs> well, awe, you're just in like, oh my gosh, like, do you know what's yeah. behind, and people just drive by, and you're like, do you know what you're driving by right now, like, yeah, do you know they're finishing Coco? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly, uh, it's, uh, you can get the same experience at the Walt Disney Family Museum, it's only about a five minute walk to Lucasfilm, so you can stand in oh, front of the uh-huh. big famous, the famous Yoda statue in, in their front 
in front of their yes. lobby and have a picture. You know, do you know what they're making in there? Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars time. Yeah. Well, I just think, thing, you yeah. know, when people go to San Francisco, they don't necessarily think of Disney. You know, and I think that's what my main issue was is that I, you know, we did the Winchester House. We did Alcatraz. We did the Bay Bridge. You know, we, we, we tried to diversify ourselves, I guess, when we were there. But if I would have known that the Disney Museum was there, that would have been number one. So next time. Well, yeah. technically, with the Winchester House, you have had a Disney tie in your trip. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 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 a little slim, but a definite. Time. Very slim. <laughs> Very it's, slim. It's there. Anyway. Um, I did have a question about your book. Sure. And Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So I saw that he had a little review on, on the cover of yeah. your book. Uh, how did that come to be? Did you send him a copy? Did he just read it? I did. Well, I, I, well, no, I did. I sent him a copy before it was published because I really wanted – a blur. And so, um, so Guillermo del Toro, I've had brief comments with him over the years. He is a Doom Buggies fan, right? That's but awesome. he doesn't, I mean, but that doesn't, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, for what, whatever that means, you know, he's, he's said nice things about Doom Buggies before, but so I, you know, I just, um, how did that go? Actually, I guess I just sent him a copy. Oh, you know what it was? I, I know a guy who works on Pretty Little Liars, and he knows, and he worked with. Okay, this is a, a web, <laughs> but but he worked with Guillermo del Toro on um, Blade, I think, way back, when, uh-huh. you know. And so, so he kind of knew him, and he said um, he just ran into him having breakfast once, and they both happened to comment on this haunted mansion book because I had sent it to Guillermo del Toro, uh-huh. and and my friend knew about it cuz he's my he was my best man you know and so he said oh i know that guy so it kind of worked out that Guillermo said oh i should write him an introduction so awesome. you know i i jumped on that right i said oh yeah i'm going to just send him another email right now and so what happened was he was working on some film and he just couldn't write an introduction in time for me to, to to get the book out but he did say you know what let me read it so i sent it to him and he wrote that nice um, nice blur cover blurb for it. So That's really awesome. great, really grateful to Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. He's, I mean, we don't, don't get me wrong. We don't have long sustained conversations <laughs> or anything, but if I write him an email, he'll write back and he, um, you know, on occasion I'll kind of ask him about the Haunted Mansion film, you yeah. know, and he's, it's one of those things, you know, no one knows what's going to happen there. He doesn't even know. He would love yeah. to do it. He's a huge Haunted Mansion fan. You know how Hollywood is. Maybe you don't. I don't know how Hollywood is, but I kind of <laughs> know. You know, it, there's a million things involved with making a movie. It's not just yeah. does, some, does someone want to direct it, you know. So it's I, I'm guessing Disney has, you know, kind of a – it looks like they kind of have a plan for how their, their movies are going these days. You know, a lot of superheroes and a lot of um, princess cartoons being brought back to life. And perhaps once that clears out and – Maybe they'll go back to looking at what can we do with attractions. You know, I don't know. But yeah, I've been I've been waiting for a good haunted mansion flick for yeah. quite some time. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. still waiting for one good haunted <laughs> yeah. mansion flick. You know what's interesting about that? So the haunted mansion movie, 2003, right? They were doom buggy. This was the height of doom buggies, right? 2003, we had thousands of people on our message board because this was before Laughing Place was around, but Mice Chat was just maybe just starting and the Diz wasn't really, you know, like you could have a message board of just fans of something. It wasn't like Facebook was there to, you know, so yeah. at all these people, Disney was, you know, right in touch with us about the Haunted Mansion movie. We were doing lots of cooperative stuff with them. We gave away, I think, 2000 movie tickets. Like it was a big, oh, wow. that's cool. collaborative thing, right? 
And so then we had a big thing at Disney World and Jason Sorrell came out because his book came out along with the movie, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, Don Hahn and um, kind of videotaped a little introduction for us. So it was this thing like we're launching the movie. Here's Doom Muggies. Then the movie came out. And <laughs> well, you know, I mean, <laughs> it, we kind of I mean, you know, we knew this is a, a, a family comedy with yeah. Eddie Murphy. Like, everyone, you know, that was obviously known. So people's um perhaps their expectations were a little tempered but um it just wasn't the kind of creepy tim burton-esque movie that everyone was hoping this would be right so that is what it is you know i had a lot of different perspectives because i was able to go to the movie sets like i i could see don han was showing me like look what we did here on this you know so we'd walk we walked through the big crypt scene and he would show me all these things like no one's ever going to see this but look what we did on this little (laughs) so he was just showing me how much love and attention they put into this you know Uh and also rob who was it? Rob Baker, I think, did the the haunted man, the the ghost effects and the the makeup and stuff. So uh-huh. it was like there was some heavy, you know, talent in here. It's just it was an Eddie Murphy film, right? And that's yeah. just not what, <laughs> not what we were waiting for. But the thing that's interesting is now it's been almost fifteen years, right? There is so all the kids that were like four or five years old, or maybe six when the haunted match movie came out, and their parents were a little bit more lenient and letting them like you know see this PG rated movie. Those kids love that movie the same way that my generation kind of loves um, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Right? Yes. And so there's the Haunted Mansion in the next few years is probably going to have, you know, a similar kind of resurgence of no- nostalgia among this generation of kids that grew up with that movie, kind of like I grew up with Poltergeist. Right. So yeah. it's, it's just interesting. It, you know, there still is my generation of people that kind of poo poo it, but there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of millennials that just love, the Haunted Mansion movie, they just, they grew up and that was their scary movie when they were a little kid. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. I did appreciate some of the references, but overall it wasn't what I wanted. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Del Toro gets, gets to do that. Cause I don't know if you saw Crimson Peak, but uh, (laughs) that seemed like had some Haunted Mansion influence in it. I thought I saw Haunted Mansion wallpaper in there. (laughs) Yeah. He, I think, you maybe did. I can't remember if it was just somewhere there was Haunted Mansion wallpaper. I don't remember if it was in. I guess it was in the movie. I think you're right. So I think yeah, it was he, where that that scene with the hallway with the clock. Yeah. I think yeah. they had the wallpaper from the foyer. Yeah. 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 He's remember, a, right. But this is the kind of about, fan that Sean is. <laughs> that's yeah. No, that's that. That's right. And he's <laughs> and, uh, Guillermo is about as big of a fan as you, you can be. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's uh, if he can do it. He's going to do it. So. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see him and Disney collaborating on a film, though, because Del Toro's films typically aren't Disney. So yeah. I think that would be interesting collaboration between the two of them. Yeah. And, you know, it's you go back to when he announced it and it was going to be a part of that whole line, line of movies. Right. He was going to mm. kind of head up a spooky label for the Walt Disney Studios of kind of teen young adult type you know how they have we have these young adult science fiction dystopian things now i think he was going to kind of start that same idea but but with spooky movies for disney and uh that kind of i don't think that idea lasted more than a a year i think it fell apart yeah i thought i heard john favreau i'm not i never say his last name right but sounded uh, right to me uh i thought he was talking about working on some magic kingdom movie yeah yeah he was where they would make 
films of different rides and then that would kind of bring it together but yeah yeah, I don't know so, that we'll see that. Yeah, Who we'll knows? see. <laughs> so, Jeff, with them, with Doom Buggies, have you been able to have any interesting or fun experiences that have been able to come because of that? Wow. Um, yeah, actually. Um, well, I mean, that kind of started my whole Disney history kind of um, fall into the, you know, the, the never-ending hole of, pursuing Disney history. Right. And, and so, so yeah, uh, well specifically when, when Doom Buggies turned 10, we had a big, big party down at Disneyland and, um, Exitensio came to speak. Um, Harriet Burns came, Blaine Gibson came, Bob Gurr came. Man. So, you know, we had four Disney legends there talking about their work on the Haunted Mansion, which was kind of uh, amazing, right? And so, and we rented the Haunted Mansion for a couple hours. We, <laughs> we hired the Hitchhiking Ghosts, which ironically, like per capita, the Hitchhiking Ghosts was the most expensive thing <laughs> I bet. Of, the whole, of the whole night just because Disney and their characters, right? They know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what they're worth. Um, so we had a photo off with Hitchhiking Ghost. You know, it was it was a big fun party, and that was really cool. Um, you know, just to kind of hear from these Disney legends. That was one of the first times I'd ever really been able to one on one speak with some of these contemporaries of Walt Disney, right? So now nostalgia has given me a few more opportunities to kind of get into that situation. But back then, that was one of the first times, and it still was amazing. Um, uh yeah and um what else boy well you know do do muggies made nostalgia possible and you know i made lots of friends through do muggies kevin and jody um who are disney artists and they've created a lot of really popular disney collectibles and things over the years they used to work for the disney for disneyland and entertainment and then they went on their own and you know i was able to kind of get to know them which is really a treat um you know I've been able to speak with Rolly Crump a couple of years ago. I did a, uh, I moderated a big discussion on the Haunted Mansion's 40th anniversary for Scare LA and, uh, it had Alice Davis and, uh, Rob Gurr up on the stage. And we just got to sit there and talk for an hour about the Haunted Mansion, which That's is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't get much better than that. Right. No, and, so, not at and, all. and you know, the cool thing was that I, I said, Alice, we need to talk about this. I'm, I would like to, you know, speak with you. So she said, come on over. So I was able to go just hang out with her for a whole afternoon. And she brought out all these notebooks of Mark Davis concepts. Oh, from Oh Mansion. my goodness. Just showing me all these things. And you know, and a lot of it, most of it, I would say has been published here or there. So it wasn't necessarily, uh, there were a few things that no one had seen that I was able to bring to the, the show, but um, mostly it was just being able to hear her kind of remember how Mark would talk about these things and, you know, what he would, the things that he liked and the things he didn't like. And so that was a great memory. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of great kind of individual moments in time that because of, you know, doom buggies and because of a lot of work, I guess, you know, I put a lot of, um, not so much. Well, Doom Buggies is what it is, right? It's a it's a library, right? And over the past ten years, I've just kept adding information and images and sounds and whatever to the library. But with with Nostalgia, which came off of that, it's a lot more work, you know. In order to kind of keep it interesting every week, we really have to, you know, you're doing a podcast right here, right now. So it's, <laughs> you know, you know the work it involves with yeah. kind of researching what you're going to talk about and making sure you're accurate and making making sure you know what you want to. see. Bless you. Sorry about that. No, I was even like you. sneezing into my couch and it was loud. I was like, holy crap, man. 
That's funny. Uh, moving you know, on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. But you know, um, it's you know, you know how it's difficult to do a podcast, right? You're doing one here, so uh-huh. um, that's made made it so that I've had a lot more kind of opportunities because I've been trying to just do a lot more research. If you know, if you kind of know what I mean. So, um, oh yeah. But Doom Muggies has definitely been a springboard, right? So, I'm 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 glad I decided to, uh, you know, do that uh, 20 years ago. It was. Um, you know, mostly just to kind of teach myself web design at first, uh-huh. really, but then it turned into what it is, right? And it's That's turned awesome. into meeting Imagineers and renting out the haunted mansion. And you kind of, you kind of wonder, you know, um, would that have ever happened? Well, probably, you know, because I, <laughs> I started the website. I mean, I started doing muggies to learn website design, but I had the innate like interest and desire to figure all this, learn about this stuff. So, you know, we all have these paths, right? And you always can wonder like, I wonder what would happen if this or that, <laughs> who knows, right? Yeah. You've um, given me a whole new set of aspirations for this show. <laughs> oh yeah. Go for it. You know, I mean, that's, that's the name of the game. Go for it. Right. So, um, so now I, I have a question that spawned from that answer. Yeah. Uh, you rented out the haunted mansion. You said, right? Yeah. So how much was it? <laughs> what did what did you guys do? Did, did you just get a ride at as much as you want? Did you guys have yeah, like so, a, a dinner yeah, in there? Yeah. Or so you... they're pretty, um, you know, <laughs> they're pretty careful about what they allow. In fact, when we did that, and that was nine and a half years ago, yeah. and when we did that. Um, they had just kind of turned this corner of we don't mess with our attractions. Like if we had done this five years before that, like when I started doing muggies around that time, yeah. you probably could have gotten them to take a walking tour through the ballroom or something like that, you know, because they used to do that kind of thing. Yeah. They'd have open houses for the employees and take them around. But they kind of had put a kibosh on that and they wanted the attractions to remain kind of psychosect and mysterious and you know so so we tried everything we could do to get us something special about the ride through uh-huh. you know can we have the lights on or maybe just in the graveyard or can we have a character in there kind of scaring people yeah, bring the but, night back <laughs> yeah. or something right but they but that was not it. like we could rent it but it was just for rides right uh-huh. so that was you know at first we were a little bit well you know is it worth? Well, we have to have the Haunted Mansion. Like, you can't come to this thing and not ride the Haunted Mansion. So, yeah, it's worth it. But it turned out that when you ride the Haunted Mansion alone, it actually is scary. It's so cool. I got <laughs> to do that once. Were, it was pretty Yeah, awesome. there were a few enough people that you could go with your friends or you could kind of wait and be kind of isolated if you wanted yeah. to. And it's really loud and scary in there if you are not with a bunch of people just kind of goofing off. And so um, that was really interesting, you know, to kind of have your own personal Haunted Mansion experience. That's awesome. Um, but but yeah, but Disney wasn't it wasn't the times when you could just say, Hey, we want to do this. Yeah. And they would you know, sure. So <laughs> was that during park hours or did you have to do it after? No, so yeah. we started the dinner at the Blue Bayou. They closed the Blue Bayou early for us because we rented out the Blue Bayou and nice. uh, they closed it an hour early. So our dinner started I think at eight and I think the park closed at eight. So we got in there around seven. So they they closed it a little bit early so we could get in there. I think it was eight, maybe it was nine. I honestly don't remember, but we had dinner there and then our panel discussion. And then we moved over to a ride through the haunted mansion. And uh, I know the whole thing ended at around midnight and, um, that's awesome. Yeah. It was, <laughs> you know, and hitchhiking ghosts out there and Neil Patrick Harris even came. It was oh, a really cool. cool party. <laughs> Holy cow. It was fun. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun shebang, you know? Um, so, and Disneyland, it's hard to do in-park stuff now because they're very popular. I don't know if you've been to Disneyland lately, but yeah. you notice <laughs> many people there, right? So it's hard to do this kind of 
thing. Yeah. In fact, even then, we had to do it. Are you there, Jeff? Hello? It's just such a busy place, you know, during the rest of the year. And also, I think we wanted to have it when the Haunted Mansion was normal, not... Um... Oh, wait, was this before? This might have been the year before. No, 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 no. They already had Haunted Mansion Holiday, so we didn't want to do it, you know, during Haunted Mansion Holiday. So Amen to we... that. Yeah, so <laughs> so we, in January after they set it back up is when we when we did it. So nice. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, so did have you had any other awesome experiences at the haunted mansion uh, other than you know being able to rent it out? You know what? No, and it's a little disappointing because I had so <laughs> many opportunities for that kind of thing um, that they don't do anymore. Right? Yeah. You can still do a, a tour at Disney World where I think you will maybe walk by the ballroom um, i i've heard something like that one of these backstage magic tours but um you know there had been while i was doing doom buggies there had been a couple groups that had private tours of the haunted mansion like a magician's group and then another some other group and i it was just a little bit more money than i i had in my 20s or you know how old was i was started doing buggies like 29 you know? <laughs> so i was still kind of newly married and you know every dime counted a little yeah. bit differently than it does now so i just couldn't do it and now kind of looking back i kind of wish i had because they also had a couple of these eat in the haunted mansion for you know a thousand dollars and you couldn't have dinner there and all these special things would happen and i skipped on those opportunities too i mean i don't regret it i just didn't have the money if you don't have the money you don't Right. Mm-hmm. But it still is kind of they don't do that stuff really anymore. Maybe someday that kind of thing will come back into vogue. But uh, it's, it's not nowadays. It's more private parties can do that kind of thing. But it's prohibitively expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So what um, haunted mansions have you been on seen around the world? Oh, only only America, only Walt Disney World and okay. Disneyland. So Never Tokyo. Neither one of these guys have been to Disney World, but okay. I went to Disney World about four years ago, and I, I, I remember the Haunted Mansion there, but I don't remember it in too much detail. What's the main differences between the two? Okay, well, I mean, um, well, uh, obviously the architecture, but I think um, one of the primary differences is they just have a lot of more, a, a lot more newer digital technology in the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion. I mean, there's another, there's a couple different scenes. There's a big room that looks kind of like MC Escher designed it that's in the middle of that Haunted Mansion that there's not in Anaheim. So lots of stairways going off into nowhere kind of a thing. They have a piano player um, near the library at Walt Disney World where Disneyland has their piano player in the attic. Um and a couple different things, but the the ending is a lot different at Walt Disney World. It's, it's a digital effect. Walt Disneyland is now still kind of a mechanical um, reflection effect. Mm-hmm. And probably my favorite thing is Disney World's um, stretching yes. room. The first thing you do when you go into into the attraction is just it, it's an amazing audio special effect that just and if you've ever seen when they turn the lights on in there you can kind of see the array of speakers in there it's about about ear level i would say it's about seven feet off the ground and it just circles the whole building i mean the whole room and so you don't see that you know but at disneyland it's just quadro i think it's just four four different locations that the sound comes from but at disney world it it moves all around the room right because they can they can control digitally 
all the speakers to make it feel like the voice of the ghost host is just kind of floating all over the room, which is mm. really pretty cool. And then they have a whole new soundtrack in there. So when it stretches, it sounds like it's squeaking and oh, it's cool. just all the gargoyles <laughs> make little chitter chattery sounds and the bats. It's just a lot audio wise. It's a lot different, a lot cooler, a lot spookier. Yeah. Um, so do you prefer that version over Disneyland or do you still... Overall, yeah, I, I prefer Walt Disney World's version. I, I still love Disneyland because it's just the original, you know, the yeah. original, and and you know a little bit about the history of what Ken Anderson did to kind of come up with it. So, I, I love the story more, and I mean it, that's kind of the story of the Haunted Mansion is Disneyland's, and then Disney World kind of has a different story, but a lot of it is the same, right? Because a lot of mm-hmm. the concept design is the same. Um, um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's some things about Disney World. World's Haunted Mansion that really bother me, primarily the ending with the comical digital um, hitchhiking ghosts. I just, I don't feel like it fits very well with the Haunted Mansion. Um, but overall, I, I think I prefer Walt Disney World's just has a, they've, they keep plussing the, the effects to a, to nice, I mean, in a good way, I think. Disneyland, of course, now has the Hatbox Ghost, which is awesome. pretty <laughs> amazing. Yeah, so so it's a you know it's a toss up. They're they're both very similar. Well, um, and the queue in Disney World is amazing. I think that's what blew me away the most with that ride, and that's what I remember the most was just the queue, the interactive queue, and and how cool that yeah. was. Yeah, you know that that's interesting because I think it's pretty neat too. I, I like the in jokes they have there. A lot of yeah. a lot of the stories and names and things refer back to the early history of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. But um, some people just hate that cue. And you know, I kind of can see both sides. It's similar to the attic scene in Disneyland now. Like it's it's a weird place. Like it's not really an attic. It's yeah. like a little muse- a museum, right? No one sets up their attic like <laughs> a little museum, right? So if you kind of take yourself uh, you, you know, for the most part, you don't really think about that. But if you happen to think about that, then it's a little disappointing. Like, what is this place? It's just kind <laughs> of a fancy set piece. I yeah. kind of feel the same way about the queue at Disney World. Like, it's really fun to play with. But yeah. if you step back and think about it, you think, what kind of graveyard would have all this weirdness? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? what is this? Well, exactly. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't have to go through the interactive queue. Is that correct? Yeah, I think, well, at least when I went, you could skip you could, past it or you could go through. Yeah, yeah. there was like two lines almost. So yeah, anyway, yeah. that was that's what I remember the most about the Haunted Mansion. I remember the, the structure looking different. And I, I I think I like Disneyland, like the building itself better at Disneyland than Disney World. But as far as the ride, I don't really remember it as much as I probably should, I guess. It wasn't, sure. which means it wasn't my favorite, to be honest. Because, I mean, I remember things about Disney World, but Haunted Mansion wasn't one of them, so... Unfortunately, yeah, well, that's all right. <laughs> everyone now, everyone Animal Kingdom. I could talk all day about Animal Kingdom. Epcot. I could talk all day about Epcot, but just not the haunted mansion. Just not the haunted mansion. Unfortunately, just wasn't my wasn't my favorite part of that trip. So well, I just anyway. wish we could get their stretch room in California. I know, sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I keep thinking maybe maybe that's got to be on the on the you know plans for yeah. some, some. Maybe when right. holiday comes down this year, we'll get an extended closure. I'd be okay with that. (laughs) So, so we do have um, a twenty questions that we like to ask our uh, our guests uh, before we part. So it's ten favorites and then ten this or that. 
Sure. So we'll this just... is just quick, just just off the to- off the top of your head. Don't think too much about it. <laughs> so Got I'll it. I'll go ahead and start with the first one. What is your favorite ride in Disneyland? Oh, favorite ride in Disneyland is Space Mountain. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That just blew my mind a little bit. Um, favorite ride in California Adventure? Oh, that's got to be. Oh, they closed Tower of Terror, didn't they? Yep. Uh, you know what? Guardians, Mission Breakout is still pretty awesome. I still, It's still Mission Breakout. Awesome. Okay, and what's your favorite show? Oh, well, they took out Billy Hill, too. So let's see. Um, They're just taking out all your favorites. See. Well, you know, I, I mean, if you. I really like um, the world. I really like Fantasmic, actually, but they changed that. It still is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll still go with Fantasmic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fantasmic. What is your favorite parade? Oh, Paint the Night. Yes. Nice. <laughs> favorite land? Oh, boy. New Orleans Square is the yeah, most beautiful boy. place. <laughs> favorite snack? Oh, oh, uh, Banyan Beef Skewer from the... Uh, hey, uh... You know, what you call it. <laughs> the great Bengal barbecue. Bengal barbecue, yeah. <laughs> so what is your favorite meal at the park? Oh, probably carne asada in uh, California Adventure. I, you know, boy, I mean, at the park, there's actually a really good Alf- um, Alfredo shrimp. I guess it's a shrimp and Alfredo at the uh, the Golden Vine or the winery. Um you know, mm. a California adventure, I but that. I, Mm-mm. I don't really, honestly, I love a lot of things at Disneyland. There's not, <laughs> I, I, I eat the carne asada a lot cause it's counter service so you can get it and go fast yeah. and it's really good. Well, it's usually pretty well made, you know, um, and it's just quick and I know what I'm going to get. Um, but all the restaurants, I honestly don't have a favorite. There's so many good things, <laughs> so many good things. All right, favorite. Uh, we're on favorite restaurant. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, favorite restaurant. I'm oh, fading can, off. Can I choose? Um, can I choose anywhere in the resort, or does that have yeah. to be? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Resort. Probably Steakhouse Fifty Five. I've not been. Napa there. Rose. Napa Rose is super good. If you if you do the chef's counter, um, they will. You can kind of have them just bring you food. You can tell them what you don't like and like, and they'll just kind of bring you dishes, which is really fun. Um, and I've done that a couple times and it's super good food. So that's huh. good. I, I'm a, a beef guy though. Steakhouse 55. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's your favorite character? Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh, favorite souvenir that you've gotten. Oh, gee. <laughs> wow. It's well, okay. I mean, there's a couple things that come to mind. Actually, a few years ago, a couple, oh, how's it been now? Maybe three or four years ago, they had this thing at Disneyland where you, if you bought, I think it was $30 or $29 of food at the restaurants, you could get a stretching portrait with one of the Fab Five characters in oh, a Haunted Mansion portrait. Cool. And they had four of them. So you'd have to end up spending, what's three times four? I think it was 30. It might have been $35. You had to end up spending more than $100 to get all four of these free uh-huh. canvas. But they were really cool. They're printed on canvas, and some people have stretched them or framed them, and they're beautiful. But it turns out that they are painted painted by um, a guy that um, works inside of the ink and paint there. In the you know how in the Disneyland gallery you can watch them paint the cells that they yeah. sell. Um, 
So Eric, who works in there, he actually designed and painted these things. So I went in there and I said, hey, will you sign my things? He said, sure. So that's kind of my favorite Honor Mansion that's collectible cool. the past couple that's years. Because awesome. I had them personalized. And, you know, it's but I don't know. I'm always buying stuff there. I'm a Disney Disneyana collector. So, boy, every every new thing I get is my favorite thing. <laughs> nice. Right. So yeah. World of Color or Fantasmic? Fantasmic, yeah. Churro or Dole Whip? Dole Whip with rum. Oh, you can get that wow. at get that at the Disneyland <laughs> Hotel now. It's um, now now. I think they've had that at Disney World before, at least during Food and Wine. But but Disneyland Hotel now serves those. You can get those also at Disney World. So, huh? Not in not in the park, but <laughs> in the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, turkey leg or corn dog? Uh, okay, time for true <laughs> confessions, right? I've never had either one of them. What? I know they're Whoa! The most, I know they're the most popular things, right? <laughs> and we talk about them on Mousetalge all the time. If I had to go by <laughs> reputation, corn dog. But if I had to go by smell. Turkey leg, right? Because yeah. you walk, smell you great, walk but past gross. someone eating one of those, and as long as you're not too close, like you can just smell. It smells like Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Like you just want to follow Thanksgiving through. It the tastes park. like ham. Yeah, it's it, it kind of. <laughs> yeah. Once you, well, that's what I mean. When you get a little closer, it gets. You can kind of get that fatty <laughs> smell. You know what I'm. You know. What I'm yeah. About. Oh yeah. So, so um, yeah. Marvel or Star Wars? Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Fire, <laughs> fireworks or parades? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> parades uh, you know i i just because parades yeah parades. <laughs> so we know the answer to this i think but mickey or donald oh uh, still mickey yeah. Yeah, i think we know the answer to this one too but pirates or haunted mansion <laughs> oh okay well i'll choose the haunted man <laughs> although you know here's a sidebar for you so the d23 expo they just had a big exhibit about the pirates right and Uh so um, inside this exhibit they had one of the very first layouts that ken anderson ever designed for new orleans new orleans square and it was going to be this house home of a pirate and it it was going to be the very first haunted house he ever designed you know in in his beginning designings of the haunted house were also was also tied in with the beginnings of pirates of the caribbean and it was going to be this house of this pirate who killed his his bride uh-huh. and then she came back to haunt him so it's kind of a they kind of start in the same place right but um but if you're talking about right now i'll say the haunted mansion nice i have a quick question sorry yeah. i'm gonna interrupt no. but uh what are your thoughts on the uh the renovation they're gonna make to pirates to the um to the uh, the auction scene yeah you know i'm okay with that uh, you know there's some things we did a whole thing on mouse dollars about this uh-huh. actually but there there are some things where it's just kind of you know it's just kind of stupid to be politically correct in general i'm not a politi- politically correct person but there's other things that are just a product of their time and pro- and pirates it's not really to me the this the argument is not well pirates would have done this stuff because yeah. They're not pirates. It's a cartoon about pirates, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, they're not pirates. Also, wouldn't have sung songs, and, you know, and they wouldn't have, you know, you know what I mean. None of that is what yeah. a pirate would have done, right? So, I the arguments where well, pirates, you know, that doesn't really hold a lot of water with me. And uh-huh. you can kind of feel that '60s wed. Unfortunately, you know, it was kind of a boys' club. I mean, I don't know if it's unfortunate. It's just the product of the time. Like uh-huh. it was Mad Men, same thing at Walt Disney Wet Enterprises, right? And it was mostly men. You know, there's there's your occasional Mary Blair and Harriet Burns, mm-hmm. but it was they still also had a gentleman's club, and it, 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 they're just our products of that 
moment in time that I'm okay with them just saying, hey, this is 2017, and, you know, we just, that's not really what we want you to think about when yeah. you come into our attractions. So, you know, I might be swimming against the tide a little bit, but I am okay with that. You know, I'm not activist either way, but... Um, <laughs> You're but not going to boycott yeah. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. No, All yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Brian, uh, Braden, go ahead. All right, so Haunted Mansion, original or holiday? I think I know this, but... Yeah, original. Although, although also, you know, it kind of goes against the grain of some Haunted Mansion purists, but I'm okay with Haunted Mansion Holiday. I wish it was after Halloween. This yeah. is what we've <laughs> talked about, because it's like Haunted Mansion is Halloween. Not Christmas, right? we're bringing in Nightmare Before Christmas. And it's saying, like the perfect hey, Halloween ride. It's just and change it. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of can understand, because Nightmare Before Christmas, you can call that a Halloween movie. But, yeah, you can. But it also feels very candy canes and Christmas in there, right? So. Yeah. I wish they and you know the problem is on the other hand it's the reason it's so amazing is because it's extensive and large and it's going to take mm-hmm. them a couple of weeks to yeah. put it together right so I kind of wish they would have a haunted mansion Halloween let's see that overlay that would yeah. be awesome and then um, and then put in the Christmas overlay but then you're talking about four or five weeks of no haunted mansion to put in put yeah. in and take all the <laughs> stuff and you know they can't really do that so yeah. Mm, it is what it is. I, I like it for what it is. It's a different attraction, and I'm I'm all for these overlays that don't ruin classic attractions, but they change them up for a while, yeah. and then they change them back. Like, I think that's a great way to honor tradition, but yet still bring something new into the park. But, yeah, you know, I, I wish Halloween you could ride the Haunted Mansion. That would be great. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so um, Space Mountain or Hyper Space Mountain? Wow. I'll go with classic Space Mountain. Hyperspace Mountain was pretty cool. That one TIE fighter, right, that comes down right in front yeah. of you. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, I, you know, Space Mountain is cool. I just like all of, all of, all of the Space Mountains with both the Dick Dale and the Michael Giacchino yeah. version. Yes, I like both, both awesome. of those. Did yeah. you get a chance yeah. to do Rockin' Space Mountain? I did. Was that? Who was that? Or, 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 Red no, Hot or, Chili Peppers. Red yes. Hot Chili Peppers. That's right. Yeah. Higher ground. Yeah, I did. That was yeah, awesome. I did that a couple times. Yeah, that was fun. I wish um, they'd do that again. Eh, I thought I it was too bright in there. <laughs> it was, but it was. Fun. Yeah, it was. It was bright. Uh, you could see. Yeah, you could see. I remember <laughs> thinking, like, wow, you, you can kind of see what it's like in here. I just. But, love, um, I love the song "Higher Ground," so I love that. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, overlay. Yeah, so, I thought about that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Tower of Terror or Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yeah, Tower of Terror. I mean, that was probably the scariest ride at Disneyland for a decade, right? And it was really creepy and had amazing special effects. I remember the first time, I remember going on that Walt Disney World the year it opened, and that just blew my mind. The the special effects, especially the first floor where you see all this amazing things happen and then it just disappears into stars. I just, yeah, that's yes. so cool. That was cool. Mind blowing. You know, and I thought, this is just the thing you know it's amazing and i still just love that attraction did you get a chance last year to ride the late checkout version of tower of terror i did i did i liked that uh, it some was people, cool wasn't it i thought it was really good yeah because you just kind of realize how i mean a couple things first of all they did a really great job of the soundtrack having it kind of be there but then kind of fade away from a little bit you know it was kind of creepy yeah i don't know if you realized it they kind of played some of it, but then it would just kind of fade away and yeah. you wouldn't know when you were going to drop or, you know, and yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Be, some people thought it was a gimmick, but no, I yeah. mean, we wrote it. I was there last October and 
we rode the you know pitch black and i mean it was it was awesome like i that was my last time on tower of terror was when it's yeah. pitch black like that so i enjoyed it yeah yeah i like it too all right well i think that's all that we have for you do you guys have anything else for Jeff? I no, think I'm just, okay for Thanks now. so much. Like, yeah. We really appreciate your time and your knowledge and everything you had to offer tonight. Oh, yeah. No, thanks for having me on the show. It's been been a lot of fun. But before you go, let's tell the people where to uh, find your book, where to find your podcasts. Um, yeah. Your sure. website. <laughs> yeah. So I um, I have a website about the Haunted Mansion. It's called doombuggies.com, and you can uh, – you can go there to learn uh, whatever you want to learn about the Haunted Mansion. It's it's uh, on its, you know, it's on life support right now because I'm <laughs> most of the way through a new version. So if you want to see oh, the cool. vintage, like 2007 version, you better kind of check it out fast because <laughs> we'll be hopefully the new version will be even cooler, though. So uh, yeah. but that's that's there'll always be a do So you can check it out there. I have wrote wrote a book. Uh, are you there? Yep, we're here. Yep. I wrote a book called The Unauthorized Story of Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion, which is from Theme Park Press, and you can get that at Amazon, or you can go to doombuggies.com slash book. Um, I am on the Mousedalgia podcast every Monday, so you can check that out at mousedalgia.com, and we talk about West Coast Disney, so the Walt Disney Family Museum, the Disney Studios, Disneyland um, extensively, and uh Pretty much all the Disney stuff that we, you know, that comes to mind, mostly kind of on the West Coast. And um, what else? That that should do it. Awesome. Are you still doing There's Doom Twitter. Buggies podcast? Oh, that's right. I have another podcast, Doom Buggies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my once a year show. So yeah, as, <laughs> I, I like I like to say as events warrant. Um, hopefully, I'll get a little bit more common with that. I realized I'd only had two shows in the past eight months, so I got to pick up the pace a little <laughs> bit. But yeah. There is on a match and Doombuggies has its own podcast. It's called the Doombuggies Spook Show. And um, yeah, whenever uh, something kind of of significance happens and I feel like I can, you know, put together a good story here, I'll uh, put out an episode of that. So I uh, just had a new one actually talking about some of the latest kind of discoveries we've had about Ken Anderson's work with the Haunted Mansion. So the early, early days of the Haunted Mansion, the 50s. So you might want to awesome. check that out. Yeah, that episode was well worth the uh, eight month or so wait. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again, Jeff. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and hopefully we'll uh, maybe have you back on some other time. Great. All right. You have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, so that was our interview with uh, Mr. Jeff Baham. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, we thought it was a lot of fun talking with him, and it was. I've always been a huge fan of DoomBuggies.com uh, ever since I was young, uh, so it was really great to talk to him, and I'm sure that's the same for Brian, and, and I'm sure Braden had a good time, but uh, I don't think Braden was quite an avid DoomBuggies.com uh, patron. Uh, maybe he was, I don't know. He's not here for me to ask. Uh, but, um, I don't think that's his thing. Uh, cause he's not a haunted mansion weirdo like I am and like Brian is, but anywho, uh, that is all that we have for you today. Um, before we go, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> First is our Patreon page, patreon.com slash word on the main street. Uh, if you go there and you like what we do, 
um, you are able to donate a dollar. You can donate two dollars. You can donate as much as you want, and it's a monthly thing, but it allows you to help us out. Um, doing a podcast isn't very lucrative, so if you could donate a dollar, donate two dollars, we'd be grateful. If you can't, that's okay. This will always be a free podcast, but um, any help we can get is great so that we could update maybe some microphones, some headphones, any other equipment uh, would just be fantastic. So um, if you're able, that's patreon.com slash word on the main street. And we do do drawings every, uh, I believe every month. Uh, It's supposed to be the first show every month, but we like to make sure that uh, everybody that became a Patreon uh, is cleared. So they clear that on the fifth of each month. So it'll be the podcast episode after the fifth every month. So if you want to be a part of that, hopefully we're going to have some pretty cool prizes coming up. Uh, just make sure you go to patreon.com slash word on the main street to donate. Um, on that note, we have opened a new store online. The web address is www.shop dot spreadshirt dot com slash word on the main street um we have a couple t-shirt well we have a couple designs and you can get that on t-shirts jackets hoodies you can get it on uh water bottles whatever you want go on there um and uh if you want a shirt you can order it and I believe it ships in one to two business days and then however long it takes from that to get to your home. Um, so be sure to check that out. That's shop, S-H-O-P dot Spreadshirt, which is S-P-R-E-A-D-S-H-I-R-T dot com slash word on the main street. Um, hopefully you'll enjoy what's on there. And uh, if you buy something, be sure to send us a picture with you wearing that shirt or that jacket and we'll definitely put it up on our uh, social media Uh, so happy to have that open and hopefully uh, you guys are too and then um, be sure to share us if you like us share us with people that you think might enjoy a Disneyland podcast Um, be sure to like us on Facebook if you can facebook.com slash word on the main street and follow us on Twitter at WOT Main Street, and then we're on Instagram, and our Instagram name is Word on the Main Street. Um, I think that's all for social media. Uh, and then if you can subscribe on the platform you listen to us on, please do. And if you can leave us a review, please do that as well. Um, and I would tell you the platforms, but uh, someone made a good point to me that. You're listening to our podcast, so why do you care what platforms we're on? Because you already know what platform you're listening to us on. Uh, But I guess maybe you want to switch platforms if you knew we were on it. So uh, we are on iTunes uh, slash Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and newly added to Google Play. So be sure to check us out on any of those platforms if they're better than the one you're listening to right now. And if you want to contact us, you can always do so. My email address is sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. 
You can contact Brian at brian.wotms at gmail.com. Or if you want to contact Braden, that's braden.wotms at gmail.com. But come on, are you really going to want to talk to the other two? I am so much better to talk to. So send me all your mail, unless it's hate mail, then you can send that to braden at braden.wotms at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, I believe that's it. Uh, you can email us with stories. You can email us with corrections. You can say hi, whatever you want to do. Feel free to, to shoot it on over to us. Um, and then I believe that's it. So thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to listen to us again. Be sure to join us every Wednesday, every week, to hear the new word on the main street. Goodbye.